Hello and welcome to this NLive's Open for Business podcast platform. My name is Adrian Price, the guy from the university, as I keep saying, with the perfect face for radio. And I host a show every Tuesday from 7 to 9 p.m. called Open for Business. Open for Business celebrates the very best of business in Northampton and Northamptonshire and brings together business, civic, charity and indeed academic leaders to talk about the business environment, to talk about initiatives and projects, especially where, they're, where they are all working together for the good of the community. So enjoy these extended interviews on this podcast. They're now set up as a standalone for you to savour and uh, to learn from some of the movers and shakers in the county. Enjoy. Well, news now of a business that, uh, a young business, not been going very long, but doing very, very well indeed, and getting recognised. And apparently they are in the regional finals of the Great British Entrepreneur Awards, which um, is something really to be proud of for a young business. We're talking about a company called Alchemy Virtual Assistance, and I'm delighted to welcome one of the founders, um, Susie Sanders, who's with us today. Susie, welcome to the show. Um, this is exciting news for you, which I see has been in the Chronicle and Echo, but uh, yeah, you must be very pleased, right? Yes, well, thank you so much for having us, and yes, for your kind words. We are over the moon, and as a Northampton girl born and bred, to see it in the Chronicle really is a bit, a bit of a pinch-me moment. So yes, yes, we have been celebrating somewhat. So tell us a little bit about Alchemy Virtual Assistance, uh, what it does and when it's got started. Of course, yes. So we are a virtual assistant business and I always uh, assume incorrectly that everybody knows what that means. Um, and we got started um, in 2016. So as you say, we're quite quite a young business, but I don't really know if that's um, if you can measure a business in, in, in time. We'll see. Um, so as a business, we um, we do work virtually. And we support predominantly small businesses with a variety of um, admin and marketing activities. So um, we've been Zooming and working remotely from home before um, before we had to, if you like. Um, and we're very fortunate to work with some incredible businesses, uh, predominantly smaller, but we've got we've got such a vast array of, of wonderful people that we have the opportunity to support. Um, and we're not restricted by location. So a lot of our clients are in Northampton and surrounding counties. But, you know, we we've seem to have quite a wider reach across the UK as well. Mm. Now, you set the business up with your um, partner, your husband, Paul. Yes, that's right. I think he gets a lot more stick than I do, I must admit. But <laughs> we're a very proud husband and wife run business. OK. And, and that, um, you know, how do you divide the duties amongst you? Because you're both founders and you're both directors, right? So, you know, who's the real boss? Well, he's not here, so I would say me. Um, <laughs> but, but actually, I think being honest, it's it's not for everyone you know working with your, your partner and um, but for us uh, as personally and professionally it works beautifully we were very um we do we know each other obviously a lot better than than um, than most so we've already got a really solid trusting understanding relationship so that definitely helps that's something that you look for in a business partner um and the fact that our kind of our skills and our, our outlook and our approach um very much complement each other very well so what, um, yeah, sorry. Sorry, I was just going to say we were very clear about that on day one as well. We needed to have our defined roles and responsibilities, so we weren't, um, you know, worst case for us was getting divorced. <laughs> well, no, of course. Well, heaven forbid. But what uh, what were you doing beforehand? Then, you know, what are the skill sets or the experience you bring to bear in the business? Um, yes. Yeah, so before, um, I mean, the whole reason that Alchemy um, exists is because of our 
young son. He's nearly six now. And um, uh, before I started the business, I was uh, I worked for a global recruitment company. Um, and my career was um, I was an executive assistant. So my career was uh, predominantly in, in support PA um, functions. And um, I've done a little bit of marketing and business development in, in my career as well. And when I um, fell pregnant with my little boy and I had some time off, I very much, um, all the cliches are true, aren't they? I very much felt like uh, a different person and my day job didn't fulfill me quite in the ways that I wanted it to anymore. Coupled with the, the drive for a little bit more flexibility around my family, I didn't want to I didn't want to have a limited career from a fulfillment perspective and an income perspective, but, but, you know, I wanted to be able to work around my family and not miss out on, on the school runs and, and all those types of things. So, and that was kind of driving force, if you like. Um, so my, my career history is quite different to Paul. He's a lot more numbers, process, analytical. Um, he's, um, and that's very much the role he takes at Alchemy as well. And was Paul, um, did, he, did you start this together at the same time or did Paul join later or? Um, it took, Paul officially joined um, a couple of years later, um, but I would not have had the courage um, to start the business without his support. You know, he was always there in the background, practically emotionally, um, mm. being my cheerleader, if you like. And then um, it all kind of took off a little bit quicker and faster than, than we could have dreamt really and that we planned and um, over time I came to realize that he was seeking the same things that I was and he wanted to be around um, for us and more and um, we have worked together previously and, and, and actually it was one of those conversations that was born out of a bit of a bit of stress on my part and I was a bit overwhelmed with everything and, and I didn't wasn't sure if I wanted to continue with the business and and um and I remember the conversation Paul said oh you know as he always does I support you 100% but I'm going to struggle watching you walk away from this so let's 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 do it together mm -hmm. um and we just kind of looked at each other and went can we shall we but you know the worst the worst case was divorce or one of us gets a job and and we felt that it was worth a shot <laughs> Well, we're in fantastic, lovely um, story indeed. But was Paul working in a sort of corporate job then beforehand? So as you know, as he had to make a big transition in the in the nature of a business, or was he always in the sort of smaller businesses? Or uh... he was, yeah, that's a really interesting question because he was always uh, working in a lot larger companies, um, and you know he'd worked in a lot larger environments. So he had to not only make the transition into working you know employment to self-employment but also the transition from from environment and culture mm. and 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 it was a really interesting time because I had all, felt like I'd already I'd already made that leap so I I was fortunate to be able to support him through that leap in in different ways and it was yeah it was a difficult time to navigate but um I think sitting here now I know we absolutely right made the right decision um from a both professional and personal capacity, we, it was it was a risk well taken. <laughs> Fantastic, no, no, indeed, and uh, it it comes shining through in the way you speak about the business and um, the, the partnership. The um, the services you offer then your clients. So is it like Miss Money Penny? Which curiously, Miss, you've heard of Miss Money Penny as a sort of uh, well office assistant. They set up in my hometown in Wrexham. 
Ah, <laughs> and, you know, I didn't know about them until I've le long left Wrexham. My parents are still living there, but Miss Moneypenny seems to have gone from, you know, strength to strength. Is it a similar service you offer or do you offer different types of services? Um, yeah, yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? It's a small world. Um, we, we do offer, I, I believe, you're going to have to correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe they're more um, call um, handling as well, aren't they? They, yes. they deal yes. with a lot of calls. So that's not necessarily something that we do. Um, but we do, um, it is very much that kind of that client-led, very personal support. Um, and, and I think it's interesting because, you know, we're, the virtual assistant industry as a whole, I think is thriving at the moment. And I only see that as a good thing. I think we've seen it, you know, I've observed in our client base that the, the, the common barriers, if you like, that a lot of individuals and smaller businesses had around remote working, all, all of that's kind of been forced forced down um, throughout this pandemic period and, and everybody's a lot more open to different ways of working and I think that's only benefited well <laughs> being selfish that's benefited us for sure but but that's allowed us to to have more impact with with um, more clients so I think it's a good thing. So you're an outsourced service for what specific tasks like a payroll or um, a market research study those kind of things? Um, similar, similar, yeah. Predominantly, I think our main service um, services fall into kind of either the more, the more traditional PA support, so meeting yep. preparations, meeting minutes, um, diary and email management, those types of activities. But but also our marketing support as well. So social media management is very popular, as yep. well as kind of um, blog blogs and and those kind of activities, newsletters and those things as well. And then there's the good old admin, which I mean anything you don't want to do is admin isn't it really if, um, yeah. so so that's a very broad another broad area but some of the more more common things we've been doing throughout um, the past few months are definitely around document preparation um systemization lots of businesses trying to you know back, thinking way back to the start of um the pandemic getting a lot of um systems and and ways of working online in, in efficient ways and we, we take quite a consultative approach from that angle as well and I think that's one of the great benefits of working with a virtual assistant company that that the that we have experience with different businesses and in, in, in different ways, and we can we can we can take that caring consultative approach to try and help help our clients navigate um, and find the right solutions. How, how big is the team now? Is it just the two of you, or has the team grown? The team's grown. Um, we've got um, Paul and I kind of heading up our virtual head office, if you like. Um, we have. Um, wonderful Chris who supports us as well and um, we do have um, we do have we do have a lot of people because we, we adopt launched our as a franchise um, the franchise model that we launched early 2020 so we've got four wonderful franchisees now who are all focused on growing their teams as well so we've got um, some brilliant people in the business with with a great variety of skills and um, and experiences and personalities as well. Wow. Oh, yes, I've just seen now the franchise model. That's um, well, it's a very good way to grow, of course. So you're supplying those guys different services to what you're supplying your 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 clients, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. My my main um, job now is supporting our people, which um, is actually um, <laughs> brings me a lot of joy, brings me a lot of joy and keeps me out of trouble. So yeah, predominantly my job is to support our, our franchise team and um, enable them to be able to bring the best value to our clients. Do you have an office premises or are you all working from home remotely? 
we're all working from home remotely and um, we have a dedicated office space at home and um, we had that and um, that was the first thing Paul did when he joined the business said I need a proper office yeah. so we do we wanted to work from home so we've got a dedicated office space at home and, and so have a lot of our franchisees you know this pandemic period a couple of them have been renovating um, garden spaces and things to make their more formal um, home office spaces um, but um, you know the reason I started the business was I wanted to be at home I didn't want to be restricted um, to an office space but also that allows us to to put more investment into the areas that are going to actually make a, be a, a, a bigger difference um, to our people instead of having a, a monthly rent going out as such. Yeah, no, I can see that and I think the world has changed dramatically uh, since Covid so has Covid sort of accelerated your growth by the sound of it? Um, yes and no. <laughs> it's been, um, I think it's been a good thing for us from, from a client perspective. I think, as I mentioned before, a lot of, um, a lot of our clients and, and potential clients are very more open to working remotely. And we've definitely had a huge increase in, in clients that we've been supporting. Um, but I think we've had a lot of interest in what we're doing as well. But I think like, like everyone, this period has been very strange and unsettling. And it's you know a lot of people have said oh but you know you're you're a virtual home-based business anyway it must have been easy for you but uh, there's been times where I've thought what am I doing I really really um I'm really done with this this is too hard um and you know on a personal perspective we've obviously you know we built the business around the family didn't really anticipate that we'd be homeschooling as well um so that was fun um I'm a terrible primary school teacher I've learned that um and again a lot of our people are parents as well so it, it's been it's been a really interesting time we've definitely seen an increase in interest in what we're doing but it's not to say it's not had its challenges yeah no I'm sure like every uh, business and every young business too so this award then did you um, nominate yourselves or were you nominated by other people for the great british entrepreneur awards yes we put an application in um for ourselves with with the support we we work with uh, another local company who who supports us called goldings communications and they helped us put um an application together and it very nearly didn't go in because um, when it was around the, the deadline was looming, you know, it, we were still in the mists of, of all the doom and gloom and bleakness. And being honest, I didn't feel like an award-winning entrepreneur. And it was a real effort, real effort to kind of get, get that application together. Um, but once I had my little pity party and, and, and gone, actually, it was a lovely opportunity to reflect and to stop and reflect and look at what we individually and collectively have achieved throughout this period of time and um and again I hadn't really got any expectation I didn't think small small young company from Northampton didn't think we'd really get anywhere um, and they did the 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 organization of the awards programs phenomenal and they had um some series of webinars they were talking to previous winners and um and showcasing it and then they did the regional announcements then so paul and i were kind of watching thinking why are we torturing ourselves why <laughs> and and then our names came up and we were literally jumping around in the office and we couldn't believe it so i, I think what feels quite significant for me is that it's the timing of it all. I mean, it's always lovely to be recognised, but to be recognised by, in my view, such a prestigious programme, you know, they're, they're recognised by government and some of the 
judges are phenomenal and um some of the previous winners are kind of household names and whilst i you know my expectations for for going forward are, are, are very very low it's wonderful to be involved um now as well uh, you know the, the morale boost that it's that's given us um and and the opportunities that we have like this to be able to actually share our story and connect with with others in different ways such as yourself it's just a really phenomenal thing you're brilliant so you're one of six finalists in the midlands family business entrepreneur category which means that the journey might not end in september it might go on to national right well it might it could do <laughs> yes we've yes so we're regional finalists one of six um and i believe the winners um then go on to the overall um yeah the overall finals if you like so it could well do but we'll we'll see i it's corny isn't it i already feel like a winner just for being in the process i think it's it's such a wonderful thing to be involved with i'm, I'm kind of trying to let go of the outcome brilliant well fingers crossed indeed so hopes and aspirations looking forward you know next sort of three to five years where do you expect the business to evolve and what are your uh, personal ambitions and professional yes. ambitions such a great question. Thank you. Well, I think, um, you know, on a on a personal level, if, if I can start with that, and um, I am ex I'm pregnant at the moment, I'm expecting our second child at the end of the year. Um, so I on a personal level want to survive that <laughs> around the business. But, but also we've got, um, we've got um, a couple of franchisees going to be starting with us before the end of this year. And, and I think my um, professional ambitions are based more around a nice organic growth I think for us for me in particular I think um, I want to make sure that we're working with the right people in the right ways so my growth is it, ambitions are very much based around that welcoming the right people into our business and knowing that we are making an impact um, to our clients so we do have we do have big plans and big ambitions um, but I, I think it's that that sustainable organic growth that really is a focus of of, yeah. of our of our um, next next few years at least um you know we want to just continue the momentum that we're building now um and not be in a position where we're we, we've we've grown too quickly and can't deliver the value and the service that we've we're known for so wise words indeed so if people want to find out more about it or get in touch with you what's the website what's the uh, how do they contact you Ah, well, um, our website's alchemyva.co.uk. Um, that's got all of our website and um, all of our social media links and um, ways to connect on there. So that's probably the easiest thing. Okay, so that's alchemy, A-L-C-H-E-M-Y-V-A.co.uk. Alchemyva.co.uk. So um, if Paul were with us then, how different would this interview be? What, what, you know, <laughs> what, what, what extra dimension would he bring to it? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I'm sure he would have a lot more to say on the future ambitions. He would have, um, he'd be getting his spreadsheet and numbers out, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but I think he would probably um, have, uh, I think he'd probably have similar to say, but in his own way. He's a lot more funny than I am, I must admit, Adrian. So I'm sorry, you've kind of drawn the short straw getting me today. Yeah. Um, but I think, um, I think he'd probably have a lot more to say about, um, how we work together as a team um because i know he you know when he we were first talking about him joining the business and uh, i think he he faced especially when he left his job they're like so what you're going to work for your wife is your wife going to be your boss you know i think he's had a lot more um to, to get over than i have from that respect um but ultimately i think um he's 
he's alchemy did start as me but he's very much the the force as well we are really a team effort and and say it's not just about us anymore either it's it's the people that we have so i think he'd probably have a lot of kind words to say for them as well excellent well look it's a wonderful story and um you know thank you so much for coming on and with your energy and articulate way telling us about um, alchemy virtual assistance you can find out more at alchemyva.co.uk alchemyva.co.uk and we've been listening to um, one of the two founders one of the two directors one of the two bosses and that's uh, Susie Sanders who set the business up with her husband Paul Susie thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing those insights with us keep safe um, and keep up the good work indeed and good luck in the regional finals Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed that interview. There are plenty more here on the podcast platform. And of course, you can always listen on uh, live on Tuesday evenings from 7 to 9 p.m. on NLive Radio 106.9 FM or digitally via nliveradio.com. Um, if you'd like to know more about the radio station, please do look at nliveradio.com. And um, we're always looking for support from the community and further afield. So if you'd like to support us, please go to nliveradio.com dot com slash support us. So until next time, thank you very much again for listening.